Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode, we're going to talk about dream psychology. And I also want to announce that in next week's episode, we're going to have our first interview. It's going to be about lucid dreaming and about nightmares. So if you know anybody who is particularly interested uh, in getting rid or handling their nightmares, please uh, give that tip to to your friend uh, or uh, families. And I'm not going to tell you which guest it's going to be. It's going to keep a surprise till next week. But I highly recommend you tune in. It's going to be super interesting. But let's get started by narrowing down our topic of dream psychology to the views of the two main actors in the field, which are Mr. Freud and Mr. Jung. So basically, both of them met first time in 1907. Uh, At that time, Sigmund Freud was already a well-known psychoanalyst, and he had a book published called The Interpretation of Dreams in 1900. So Carl Jung kind of adored him, and was really seeking out his experience and his knowledge. And both of them had a deep core belief that the human mind is made up of two parts, basically the the conscious part, which is the smaller part, and the unconscious part. And this is today widely known and accepted uh, as knowledge, but at that time it was kind of revolutionary and uh, there was no possibility to measure this stuff with EEGs as they can do today. But let's have a look at the relationship the two share with each other. First of all, they had a deep, deep friendship. Um, They started to discuss and interpret and help each other to interpret uh, their dreams, which is a very personal thing. They also had projects together, like they went to the U.S., uh, held lectures together, and so on. So, but at one point, um, Carl Jung asked Sigmund Freud, in a letter he actually did it, and asked him uh, that that he didn't really want a friendship of equality, but rather saw Sigmund Freud as a person like a father in the father role, which basically got um, Sigmund Freud to a little bit freak out, because in his theories, he uh, kind of says that a son often wants to kill his father or um, get over him, something like that, which eventually happened, not not to spoiler this whole thing, but a couple of years later, they started to throw uh, dirt at each other. And basically, I think the main fault, if you can talk about fault, is on Carl Jung's side, who wanted to kind of differentiate and he didn't get the kind of the respect from Sigmund Freud he would probably uh, have wanted or needed at that point. So that's how the story ended a couple of years later. I thought, you know, uh, with a smile on my face, of course, only, but I thought that that's probably what happens if you have a deep friendship between two psychoanalysts. Uh, Eventually, it's going to blow up at some point. Okay, but what does uh, Sigmund Freud say about dreaming or the unconscious? Uh, He basically says that there are two main factors, two or three, that uh, drive our unconscious, which is a big part, uh, Sigmund Freud uh, relates to, is the sexuality. So repressed sexualities, things that we would be ashamed of and kind of, you know, keep close in our unconscious. This is a big part which can come up in your dreams. Uh, he also says that repressed childhood memories uh, are things that uh, would come up and show up, uh, and of course, wishes. 
So Carl Jung kind of agrees with him on that. But at some point, Carl Jung didn't believe that most of our dreams are really related to suppressed sexualities or suppressed childhood memories. But he had a maybe kind of more uh, positive view on things and definitely more spiritual. Uh, because he came up with something that he called the collective unconsciousness. And this is basically the third consciousness level coming from the conscious mind to the unconscious mind. And now we've got this collective unconsciousness, which he found to be kind of a consciousness of humanity or even more, where we hook up, where we um, dream of archetypes uh, that he found in several religions and uh, mythologies. And he said that there must be shown up for some reason. These people didn't talk with each other and these symbols are constantly come. So uh, he related that to this uh, thing called the collective unconsciousness. But to Sigmund Freud, this was clearly, and he told him, uh, him wandering off of the path of science into the path of mystics, which really kind of uh, not only annoyed Carl Jung, but especially he didn't get the appreciation he so needed from his mentor and a father role kind of friend, um, Sigmund Freud. When I started to record this podcast, I was thinking of coming up with an example and uh, putting on the view Mr. Freud and Mr. Young could have on this dream, this fictional dream. Uh, but I, I think that isn't a good idea because uh, I'm not Mr. Freud, I'm not Mr. Young, and I'm not any kind of a dream analyst. So um, I would just leave you with saying, if you have a dream and you can remember, Mr. Freud would typically take a view on this dream and trying to uh, bring things down to repressed sexual fantasies or um, repressed childhood memories or strong wishes and aspirations. Uh, where, where it comes to Jung, he would also include this um, kind of um, um, a collective unconscious view on that which means he would grab out certain symbols and uh, archetypes he would identify with you together. And these archetypes have certain meanings. So it would kind of bring in this meaning into your dream. And uh, even though I personally uh, relate to this kind of spiritual view and think there is something that is maybe kind of common through humanity or even through the whole universe, uh, I do uh, believe that the interpretation of a dream lies by the dreamer itself. Uh, only he knows and can uh, recognize what the dream really means, uh, even though that said, uh, getting a good coach or uh, somebody who asks you questions uh, can really be helpful to identify what this dream could mean for you. Um, so that, that's my opinion on uh, the psychology of dreams. And the last thought I want to share with you is actually related to the last podcast episode when we were talking about the cultural aspects of dreaming. Uh, coming to this psychology and Mr. Young, Mr. Freud, and it, it really easily gets really sophisticated. And you, you kind of may think, oh, this is really complicated and... Uh, am I doing things right or, or uh, wrong? And I do not believe you can do anything right or wrong. It's your dream. 
you're the master of uh, doing the interpretation on it. And um, the sensei, which we walked through last um, last episode, this little tribe in Malaysia, uh, I, I think they've got really a really cool way. This three-step process is a really cool way to just handle dreams, uh, which was just to bring it up, up into your memories again, or if you missed the last uh, episode, uh, this was to, first of all, if you have a dream uh, that, that, you know, kind of a nightmare dream, uh, face your fears. So fight your fears, face your fears, handle them. Uh, the second point was if you have any wishes or aspirations, just live out your wishes, you know, uh, whatever comes. If it feels right for you in the dream, just just do it. It's, it's your dream. And the third point is to um, pull out some kind of creativity out of this uh, dream space. So if you get an inspiration for uh, anything you're doing right now, uh, pull it out and try to put it into uh, action or materialized action into our what we call real world. So let's wrap up this episode of the Sleep Trust podcast. Mr. Sigmund Freud was once the mentor of Carl Jung. Both of them share the belief that dreams are a way to get conscious about what's going on in your unconscious mind. Whereas Sigmund Freud relates most of our dreams to repressed sexual fantasies or repressed childhood memories, Mr. Young is a little bit more optimistic and he also throws in the concept of a collective unconsciousness, which brings in archetypes that have similar meanings to all of us, uh, which Mr. Freud could not relate to at all. I believe that doing the interpretation of dreams is a super valuable thing, so you might want to get started right away. To do so, you can download a free cheat sheet to write a dream journal. Uh, I'll put that and hook that up at sleeptrust.eu under the podcast show notes of this week's episode. You may also want to just start talking about your dreams with your family and friends. But never forget that you, as the dreamer, have the full responsibility and right to do the interpretation of your dreams. If you want to learn more about the interpretation of dreams in regards to Sigmund Freud and Carl Jung, I'll hook up the most important books and where you can buy them. If you do not want to get that sophisticated about dreaming, I re recommend having a look at the easy three-step process of the Sensuai tribe, which is to face your fears in your dreams, to um, live your wishes and uh, aspirations in your dreams, and to try to pull out of the dream some kind of a creative uh, thought that you can kind of materialize in the real world. So with that, we're going to bring this episode to a landing. I hope you enjoyed it and that you tune in next week to our interview with the secret guest. And I'm really looking forward to hear you there. Until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu. That's sleeptrust.eu, where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. 
If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week and until then, have a good sleep.